Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Tired and Tested Podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realizing the parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening! To the podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Tad and Tested Podcast with me, Sophie McCartney. And I've got a very glorious and green and not at all grinchy Lucy with the fringe today. Hey, Luce. Hi, I've got my I've got my neck fringe with my bull yeah, neck. You have, is that to um, disguise your neck wobble? Yeah. You've made me really paranoid now. You've made me super <laughs> conscious. So I'm just going to be living in uh, fringes on my head and fringes on my neck. Right, okay. Just, just to set the scene, I'm not being, I wasn't being mean to Lucy. This has stemmed from the fact that <laughs> I, I noticed in the week that I now have a neck vagina, like a full on like labia under my chin. Now, <laughs> I've lost a little bit of weight of late. I've been on a little bit of a fitness mission. And I think that as the fat has receded from my neck and my chin, what has been left behind is just two little flabby bits of, um, well, it, it, they just look like vag flaps that now just like hang <laughs> underneath. And I'm just, and again, I know this is a podcast, guys, and you can't see it, but for this, I'm just going to. For when we for when we cut it and put this on that's Instagram. a nice nice social clip there there we oh my goodness look at that for a look, vagina look at that look at my neck front bottom look oh my it. god look at the lips on that I mean if I don't wear a polar neck my husband gets very excited every hole's a gold you know what I mean I'd sent a picture of that to Lucy because I was like right um I, I haven't got any fillers or any kind of Botox or anything I've not I've not dabbled yet but I feel that maybe the time has come to fill the shit out of my neck <laughs> not with my husband's penis <laughs> you can keep that away but I feel that now is the time babe what do you reckon well, I went, I told you this, didn't I? I went to sit, have a little consultation because I'm all about prevention. Like mm. I feel like, you know, 39, I don't want to start doing injectables. And also there is a, there is a, I completely see, I know that a lot of people who do already use injectables and I get it because it's prevention and they look amazing. Um, but my, but Jess got really angry at me, like super angry and says that I should just grow all gracefully. And I'm like, Hmm. yeah I know what you're gonna say it's different it's so different different for men men. because Mm -hmm. men age like fine hot pieces of ass wine okay like they get gray exactly exactly George Clooney all of them they get gray hairs and they're silver foxes we get gray hairs and like and chin hairs and we look like the donkey in Shrek that's us (laughs) and that's I don't feel that that's fair so that all the men are like oh just age gracefully no fuck off because also can you feel how angry I get about this that I got oh my god she's coming through my screen oh because then they all look all hot and older and then all the younger women are like oh look at that hot older man and then they fuck you off and leave you for a 20 year old because you look like a hag exactly so personally i am one for wanting to preserve my preserve youth. what you've got yeah 
preserve what I've got and mm, um, like went jam. for a little consultation. And I know that you're really keen. So Sophie messaged me the other day saying, because when she said about her neck fanny, I was like, oh my God, I think I'm getting a neck fanny. Weirdly, I've discovered it at the same sort of time. So Sophie, which is, I find this a lot in our relationship. She said, I think the time's now. Let's do it together. You go first so I can see if it works. <laughs> That's that that is the relationship between Sophie and I. <laughs> Can I just say though, like I, Lucy, I like to think as Lucy, she's my momager. She looks after me. Mm. She is the Chris mm. Jenner of my life, and I feel that Chris Jenner probably would go and have all the surgeries before she let her girls have them. Right? So Do I you think, think? You know, yeah, she looks seven. So I think she had <laughs> everything done, and then all the girls are followed suit. I tell you what, though, we talk about the Kardashians a bit much, don't we? But we do. I look I do at love Kim them. Kardashian and she's... Well, how was Kim Kardashian? Is she 42? I think 42, she's 42, 43, something like that, yeah. I literally, I scrutinise when uh, the screen, I'm like looking and I'm like, how does she look so flawless but not... She doesn't look like overly filled. She looks... Inc- um, I mean, do you want to know how she does it? Like 62 money. billion in the bank, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, do you know what I keep seeing? On my Facebook, I keep getting spammed by um, videos of Gwen Stefani. I have no idea why. But it's probably because I keep getting sucked in and I keep looking at them. Because Gwen Stefani now... She's looking good. She, she, she looks probably better than what she did when she was 20, which is ridiculous because she was insane when she was 20. Mm. And it's like, what are Gwen's secrets to looking amazing? Because she's rich. Because she's very rich. Yeah. <laughs> Because she's had like J-Lo. The, yeah, she, she can just go to the clinic and they just take off like a, somebody else's face and they just attach it onto hers and just smooth it back yeah. over. That's yeah. how she does it. So, yeah. I, I just want my neck fanny filled. That's all. That's all I needed. I'm fine with my face. Yeah. I just want my neck fanny to go away. Yeah. Do you know, um, slightly changing this conversation very slightly, um, but talking of like fringes i got a lot of people um messaging me following my self-raising flower hack oh yes yeah and um i've been getting a few messages for fringe tips and do you know what i got i just for fellow i have to share this for fellow fringes somebody said apparently if you put deodorant on your forehead it stops Mm. your fringe from getting sweaty (laughs) (laughs) well I mean, it kind of makes Stop sense. getting greasy. Get greasy. I mean, yeah. I'm going to try this. But hang on, hang on. But deodorant, it isn't an anti-grease. Oh, well, maybe maybe it is. I mean, who gets greasy pits? Do you get greasy pits? Maybe this is why we don't get greasy pits. Maybe if we didn't wear deodorant, we'd have big, like, sweaty oil slicks. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, so I like oh. that. Okay, well, there like we go. You, you just go and um, just wild deodorant your face and, yes. um, and then come back to us on that. And let's I'll just see how that goes. This could be... Uh, also, you never know, it might be like a wrinkle filler. It might turn back time. Do you know what? Maybe. Okay. Off you pop. Off you pop. I'll give it a whirl. Okay. So, Luce, my beverage of choice today, hang on, just wait for it. I'm just going to do a little bit of ASMR. I'm just going to hold my, uh, I'm going to hold my drink up to the microphone and I'm just going to, ooh. Guess what it is. Yeah, guess what that is. Guess what it has. I'm just going to get the, can you get, oh. Oh, I don't know if that can, oh, oh, that is the fizzy effervescent plop of a Barocca hitting a pint glass of water. Oh, it's rock and roll today, babe, isn't it? It's rock and roll. But I tell you what, though, didn't know Barocca. This 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 episode is not sponsored by Barocca, but if they'd like to, I'm downing a lot of them at the moment. And um, this is a mango flavour. Ooh, I know. And you know big what? Big fan I, of mango. Yeah, I am, and I'm a big fan of a normal Barocca. But I saw a mango, and I was like, yes, please, let's exotic up. 
a whatever morning that we're on now. But look at that. It's Come nice, on then. isn't it? Hang on. Oh, it's, not, it's not quite fully dispersed yet. I'm going to need to give it a little swell. It's also in a pint glass that I fear my husband has stolen from a pub. Does your husband do that? They just can't help, like little kleptomaniacs for a pint glass. Yeah. Go into a pub and they're like, it's, yeah. And it's awful I if th- we go in with, with Nate in the pram because he's like, stash it in the pram. And he makes me an accomplice in his stealing of the pint glasses. <laughs> also, do you know what really upsets me about it? Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I open my uh, the cupboard where we keep our glasses and it upsets me how they're not all matching. I also find this with the mug cupboard. With mm. the mug cupboard, you, I've got some nice mugs on display on the shelf and then I open my mug cupboard. Do you find that you've got mugs that you cannot throw away because they are just so, like from... The, the shipbuilder's mug. Yeah. Oh my God, the shipbuilder's mug. Yeah. This one, we've got one which is a crappy, big, fat Ben and Jerry's one. Brilliant for heating up beans, so that can't get chucked that, out. No, no, not the bean got mug. One, not the bean mug. And then we've got one which is... Um, which is good because I can't throw it away because it's got pictures of my friends from uni on it. And that was like, and I've got like a, I've got a collection of shitty mugs I cannot get rid of. So I don't know if your nursery does this, but when kids start school, so in like September, they make them do all their Christmas artwork. (gasps) Oh no, I've just forgotten that I have. Oh God. Every year, every year. (laughs) Yeah, it's November, babe. I haven't ordered Oh, the she's going to kill you. Oh, my she's God. She's going to kill you. I haven't you. ordered the Christmas artwork to be transferred into the mug and the wrapping paper and the notebook. She's going to kill you. Oh, my God. They're going to be getting them soon. They're going to be getting them soon. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, mate, no. I'm like, I'm having a hot, I'm having a hot panic. I can about tell. This. Get, oh shit! Okay, let's get onto let's get on a photo box. Right, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So every year, oh fuck, every year, <laughs> every year, Sophie, Sophie forgets. Every you do every year forget. I forget every year, and they, it's because they do it in like September, and they come home with this picture of like the three kings that they've drawn, or like a fucking sparrow. Or what do they call them? Robins. What are the what are the more festive sparrows? Robins. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring them home and and then you're meant to like tick boxes and and hand over seven thousand pounds and i and i and I, I do you know what i've done i've sent them back now this is kind of it is no it is my fault it is 100 my fault but it's kind of also not my fault but it is but because i was i was away i was on a tour date and my mother-in-law had sent me a picture of the picture saying what do i do with this i was like just tick the boxes and then send it into school and then i was then meant to go on win amanda under yeah the <laughs> <laughs> the most perfect mother-in-law ever created and you were throwing Amanda under the bus no I'm not having I, that I'm sorry. I know and then I was meant to go online after that and then pay for it and submit all the QR and I, and, and I didn't do that you didn't do it I didn't do it oh, oh god fuck. don't tell her you're gonna have My- to you're gonna have to think about this before Evelyn gets home because she is gonna hit the roof it, it, it's just going to be a little face. She gets so disappointed at me because I am such a shit mum. I've been absolutely mullered by her this week because I keep forgetting to give her a poppy money to go in and buy a poppy at school. So I've sent her in this morning with like 20 quid. God knows what she's going to come back. God knows what she's going to come back. That'll cover two poppies then. Yeah, <laughs> She'll be like, I'll just have two. <laughs> it's 20 quid. I mean, I've done it's my the bit. donation. It's the say, donation. I've done my bit exactly. for the British Legion. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, so, so you're on your Barocca. So my Barocca right here. Cheers. Uh, che- oh, I've, I did have a coffee. It's morning. We never do this in the morning. I've been caught off guard. I know. Oh, it's nice, but it hasn't dispersed properly. I feel like I need to get my finger in and swill. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. there we go. There we go. 
There oh, we go. I'm I don't. I little... don't like. It makes me think of aspirin. I don't like anything that you have to dissolve. No. Do you have? Are you one of these people? If you do Barocca, do you have to do it in like a shot glass? Tiny shot. Oh, Tiny right. shot. See, yeah. I quite like. I quite like a longer Barocca as opposed to no. a short Barocca. No. no. Um, I tell you what else is uh, dissolvable. Um, you it laxitos, which I've had many of in my time. <laughs> For Lucy's tricky bag. And I have to do. Do you know what these chia seeds though, babe? I feel like I'm cured. Don't want to do attempt fit. Yeah, chia seeds. Chia seeds so, for the win. Um, are you? Are we now? Are we every day? Are we regular? I mean, AF? I mean, I'm, re- I'm regular in comparison to what I used to be. And and I'm I don't regular. mean this in an awful way, but have you now lost seven stone because you haven't a shit? Every <laughs> no, that's day. The thing. No, when you're going to see me, you're going to be like, "Where's Lucy? Where's Lucy?" And I'll be oh like, God, "Here I am." She, she turns to the side. Yeah, she turns to the side. She disappeared. Where is she? She's not having a shit. Yeah, yeah. No, um, sadly, I was always hoping that once my bowel movement got going, I'd lose like half my weight. But no. I don't know how, but no. But that's fine because it's not about the weight. It's about the gut health. It is about the gut health and it's It's feeling, the gut health. It's feeling good inside. Feeling good. Yes. <sighs> I feel like a normal person. Um, anyway, should we go back to your Barocca while you're drinking beer? Barocca. Barocca. Um, oh, God. I've had like, I've, oh, I've had like, well, I would say probably the past month. I've had like a month of just illness it is proper yeah. child lurgy season isn't it you know what it mm. is about the autumn months whether it's the shift from going from slightly warm into then cold and mm. oh we've all been absolutely ridden mm. um i don't think that i have seen my children without two candlesticks of snot now for just for just months you know when you look at them and you're like what, what, what what's what's different here and it's like yeah. basically Do the you color get- of your jumper yeah, do you get to the point where you just think, I'm not going to bother wiping it because it's just going to be back there in not yeah. seconds? Yeah, it's, just leave it's it. almost, just leave it to, um, you know, like when you're bleeding and your blood just forms a Crust. scab and it's a natural dam. Yeah, so if actually you just leave the snot and you don't wipe it away, it just, it it's just a prevention. stops more, yeah, it stops more coming out. So, <laughs> so yeah, so with this in childbirth. Parenting hack. Hashtag, hashtag mum hack. Don't bother wiping it, just let it crust over. Um yeah, I um, I got a vom bug this week though. Oh, uh, but where you know what? got this from? Because none of the kids had it, and it was just no. me. So I was in Edinburgh. I had a show mm. in Edinburgh, and I'd got the train up. So I was on public transport. So you know, potentially <laughs> there were there were there were the lurgy people were, were next to me on the public <laughs> transport. What will people touch things? Do people like wipe their bums and touch? Yeah, rails? I'm very funny about touching rails and things on, mm. on public. I don't like it's since COVID, mm. since they convinced you that walking out of your house that everything was yeah yeah. But okay, P- taking, so it could have been from the train. Yeah, taking an Amazon packaging as well. That's the other thing. I always whenever I take the Amazon box, I yeah. put it down and I still go and wash my hands after. I've taken it. I don't do I'm, oh, oh, I don't know what this says about me because I don't do it after I get royal mail. <laughs> but after, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, this is royal. This is fine. It's fine. It's all good. But yeah, after the Amazon one, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna just gonna wash my hands, Jeff. Um, so yeah, so I, I picked it up and thank God, whatever it was, whether it was food, it might have been food. I don't know. Do we think it could have been the dark and stormies that you were drinking? I had two. Yeah, but that's strong. So if I'm going to vomit from alcohol, it happens about two hours. Ten minutes later. Yeah, I was was being kind to myself by saying two hours, but yeah. (laughs) Between ten minutes to two hours after the event. (laughs) 
okay, I will enough. I will lose my insides. So I thought felt absolutely fine, had my breakfast, got the train back home, mm-hmm. had lunch, absolutely fine. And then it hit me and I was like, oh my goodness. And the fear that that could have hit me when I'd been on stage in Edinburgh, if it had been 24 hours before and I would oh I just can't oh, Can you and I, I I wear a very tight jumpsuit and I would not have been it because it was both ends again this is how I said it was now called sauce guys <laughs> TMI um but I could not have got that jumpsuit off in time it would it would have been horrific I mean what a show that would have been for the people of Edinburgh <laughs> A little bit more than what they bargained for. A literal shit show. But I tell you what, right? So Steve wasn't with me when the sickness hit. He wasn't here. And I was on my own with the three kids. And I, oh, it was, I think, like one of the worst. I can kind of look at it now and I can laugh about it. But at the time, in the moment, it was so horrific. So I was halfway through giving Nate his tea. And I was like, Ugh. and you know when you're doing that thing where you, like, you feel it's coming, but you're trying to like, just like, Ugh. you're trying to like, chew it back down you're like no no and you're in denial thinking it's not gonna come out it's not gonna come out and then I had to leg it to the sink and so I'm then projectile vomiting into the sink right so Nate bless him is stuck in his high chair just going ma 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 <laughs> as I'm vomiting and um, Jack is sat on the sofa on his switch he hasn't even bothered lifting his eyes from his switch as I'm like making the most horrendous noises being sick Evelyn is asking me for the password for my Apple ID because she's trying to download something on her iPad and it's not working. So in between my heaves, I'm trying to phonetically sound out my password. And obviously because I'm, I'm like, I'm like gagging and spewing and she's seven. Well, she's eight. That's a lie. She's eight. And so like, she's not quite getting what I'm saying. So she's typing it in wrong. So she's continually coming back to me going, mommy, can you do it again? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> then then right so I've then had to let Nate out I've let Nate out I've closed all doors I've shut us into the room so nobody can escape and nobody can die Nate's there just pulling on my cardigan I'm then just ignoring him as I'm being sick he's then turned around he's opening the baking cupboard he's got all the trays out he's got everything all over the floor Evelyn then just comes up to me right just slides as I'm vomiting a piece of white paper next to me (laughs) then slides a pen on top of it and went could you just write down the password instead? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? The compassion. Oh, it's ridiculous. Jack is then sat there. He's then lifted his eyes up at this point. I've probably been being sick for like 20 minutes now at this point, right? Can't move from my position over the sink. He's just gone, what's for tea? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, sorry, sweetheart. I was like, you're probably going to have to make your own tea, okay? And by that, I mean, you're just going to have to put some toast in and get a bowl of cereal. And he's like, like Kevin and Perry stropping at me in the sofa. Oh, I'm not even eating tea. I'm not even going to bother eating tea if it's just just toasted cereal. (laughs) And I was like, sorry, darling. Sarah Dennett, mummy's got a lunch coming out of her nostrils. Sorry, I can't help. And then he's like, can you order me a takeaway? I was like, no, I'm not fucking getting on Deliveroo and scrolling through a variety of foods to get to you. I'm spewing. And I just couldn't, couldn't get past how horribly selfish and uncaring (laughs) and self-centered that my children were in my hour of need. And I think that they would step over my cold, dead, lifeless body to get my phone 
for my Apple password and order a delivery. <laughs> and delivery. And a delivery. <laughs> I, I honestly think that that's what would happen. And I was so, and, I, and, and at this point also, like my patience levels are also on the floor. So I'm, str- I'm like, I, I can't believe this. If, if mommy was looking after you while you were being sick, I'd be there rubbing your back, stroking your oh, hair, making sure that you were okay. And then Evelyn, she then came over me and she just really unsympathetic, sympathetically patted me on the back and went, Ugh, I hate being sick and then walked off. <laughs> So yeah, that was me. That was me. Oh, you know what? Man. It's just oh, it just really it just really hits home, doesn't it? Just how much you love your kids and oh just God. how much really they don't really care all that much about you. <laughs> you are there just to service their needs. And, and that and that is really it. And it reminded me of a time I was walking home with them with the kids from school and I like to lecture them about road safety all the time. It's like my biggest mm-hmm. fear. It's so we're scary. There. It is awful. Mm-hmm. And the road that we walk home on, it's a major road and but also the it's residential as well, and the cars will reverse out of the drives. And so you know what kids are like? They always like to run ahead or they're on their scooters. So I'm always like, No, you've got to stay by mummy, you've got to stay by mummy. Me. Um, I was like, because for example, and I told them that when I'd been walking up to school to collect them, a car had been coming out of its drive and it didn't see me and I'd had to jump out of the way. And I was like, kids, if that was you and you were on your scooter, you wouldn't know to jump out of the way. So you can't scoot off without me. So Evelyn was like, well, mommy, what would have happened if the, the car had hit you? And I was like, well, darling, you know, I, I could have died. And, you know, what would you have done? if I had died because I'd been hit by the car. And she just looked at me and she went, well, I'd, um, I'd probably just go home, get a snack and wait for daddy. I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, so, so, sorry, you would just leave mummy twitching. You haven't even checked for a pulse at this point. Do you know what I mean? I might not have been dead. I might have just been very badly injured. She's on a second pack of Pombers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's just let herself in. She's fleeced me, patted me down for the house key, got my oh, iPhone babes. and she's at home having a snack waiting for daddy. I was like, thanks so oh, much. Babes. I know. It's fucking oh. soul destroying, I tell you. Well, at least you don't have to, you don't have to worry about leaving your kids and then being heartbroken. I know. And they're going to be they're fine. They're going to be fine. And they're fairly self-sufficient. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, what, once they're in, once they're in through the face ID and the password, they'll be able to just live off deliveroo's, won't they? It's fine. Do you know what? This morning, um, I was Jess had a gig last night, so I was uh, solo parenting, and I was like in the morning I'll get up and then I'll go down and get like a bottle and a, some milk for like a glass of milk for Kit and make myself a coffee, and we'll just have a little chill while Bo's having his bottle, and. Kit came down and was like, mummy, um, I want my breakfast. And he usually gets his breakfast at nursery, but sometimes I'm like, okay, well, you can have a little bit. Anyway, I was like, no, I said, we've got to get ready. We're running behind. So I go back upstairs and I can just hear him going, Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, turn on television, Alexa. Because we've got, Jez has got it all hooked up to do it like this. Anyway, I go back down. He sat there. He's made his own breakfast. He sat there with the telly on. Look at me, mummy. I was like, oh my God. God, you are growing up. Oh. I didn't like it. Did you not? I was like, stop it. No, stop no. it. I was like, no. no. I was like, no, stop it. No. I want you to be little forever. The minute that they can get but, their asses out of bed, make their own breakfast and put the telly on, you're winning at life, babe. The best. Oh my God. You can just, just have a lovely little lay in. That's, you just need to work on Bowie now because he's a bit small for that. So... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get him into training camp with kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But speaking of uh, sick days, mm. how different is it though if Steve or Jez are poorly? <sighs> yes. Now you say this, and I know that Jez suffers horribly from the the man awful, awful from from the awful. man afflictions, and it, it's the worst thing ever. But you know what's more annoying yes. than that? A husband who doesn't get sick, and then when you're sick, kind of just gloats this Isn't kind it? of. Well, yeah, he's not he's not here, but kind of gloats this kind of like oh. I'm tough as and you're weak as piss mentality. Steve doesn't get sick. Even when we He's all... Fit. yeah. Well, no, I don't even know what it He's, is. I, I think I'm fitter than him at the minute. I'm more henched. My traps are bigger than Steve. Yeah, but it's never poorly. He's, ever. No, she's not. And you know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I wonder whether maybe because his mum was an, an NHS nurse and um and I know this with Steve when he was training for physio he ha- he did a stint in the NHS and I generally find that if you were related or married to somebody who's in, been in the NHS sympathy levels for when you're not well are pretty much on the floor so I think that when <laughs> I think I think it's just in comparison it's to, to the emergencies exactly that they to what yeah. they see so if you've got a cold it's like come on you're not mm. you're not really that ill so when he Crack was on. little like i mean his mom you know god god love her she loves him to death um. but if he wasn't feeling very well she'd just be like come on you're all right get on with it and and yeah. you just get on. crack on so i wonder whether actually yeah. he just doesn't feel very well and he just cracks on with it whereas i'm just like Aah! so maybe it's me maybe i have the man flu out of the two of us when i'm not well however steve does like a hangover he does like a hangover yeah and that's where he makes up for it doesn't he and you know but also when he's hungover so he doesn't get ill so if i'm hungover if i've absolutely caned it as we've discussed i will vomit and i will feel horrendous and i'll be in a world of pain um whereas he doesn't vomit either he could drink he could drink his body weight in alcohol and he wouldn't vomit but the next day he just he's a sleeper yeah it's not that he is um he's not that he's he's useless it's just that he just chooses not to not to do anything uh, he also gets um hungover horny <laughs> he will be like on the sofa or falling asleep really early because he's hungover and then we get into bed and then the hangover horn hit and i'm like mate mate you ain't spoken to me all day this isn't this isn't happening you still smell a little bit like a cross between pale ale and rum so no that's that's not floating my boat steve hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, here we go. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. It's the best bit of the podcast for me personally. Um, It is Urban Dictionary Corner. Lucy with the fringe and the green fanny neck hiding jumper. What have we got today? 2009. Oh, a classic. Right. Going back, okay. going back a bit. 
Okay, Sophie, what do you think a roundabout is? Right. Well, I mean, immediately, my boring, sensible side is just like, that's just like a, like a thing in the middle of the road that you drive your cars around. How can that possibly be turned into something that is filthy and disgusting? Oh, is it? Um, a, some kind of, <laughs> I mean, my mind very quickly went from, oh, oh, there we go. Okay. She's unlocked it. She's unlocked that urban dictionary corner. Filthy brain. Come on. Is it a, like some kind of sex party vibe, right? Okay. Where there's a lot of people involved in. Furries. <laughs> some fairies are in there as well. Maybe a hot, maybe a hot Richard's come cause he's Beckish. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Is it like a lot of people en masse mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everyone's given someone a little something, something. And so an that, orgy. Yeah. <laughs> so they're mm-hmm. all kind of just like curved around in a circle, just delivering, and, like around? and delivering oh. the goods and they're going and they're just, they're going round, round, <laughs> round everyone's belt. Like a revolving dance floor. Yeah. Orga- like orgasms. Oh, yeah, on okay. the floor. Okay. Just, just like, like they're doing the worm, but in a, in a circle on the floor. Is it that? I really like that. That one was super creative. It just, it, it amazes me how quickly these come to you. So <laughs> some of us be like, oh gosh, what would that be? Um, that's not what it is, but um, that was a very, very, very good guess. And I didn't think that was too dirty, actually, to be honest. I've just gone with... It, it sounds almost like quite holistic I, and quite yeah, kind like of... Yeah, hippie retreat. Yes. Like pikes. Yes, exactly. That's that's what's going, that's what's this kind of shiz that's going on behind doors there. It's all roundabout and away. This, I don't know how, I don't know how they've come up with this as a, as a roundabout, to be honest, but would you like to know? Of course I would. Okay. A roundabout is a form of sexual activity. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. More specifically, a hand job where the female places the male's penis in the palm of her left hand specifically yeah yeah the female then proceeds to violently bash the top of the penis with her right elbow until the male (laughs) orgasms like this like this for the camera for the for the asmr can you hear it (laughs) so right hang on hang on oh there's a lot there's a lot to unpick go on there's a lot to unpick. give it a whirl give it a whirl why does this sexual act also feel like how you would kill a fish if you'd gone like <laughs> what you've just pulled a, you've just pulled a river trout out you've just pulled the river trout out and now you're just fucking smashing it in the head to make sure that it's dead <laughs> But apparently, are you ready for the for the for the example? Dude, I'm still sore from when Katie gave me a roundabout last night. Awesome! <laughs> I, right. Also, okay, let's just look at at logistics and mm. physics of the penis and how it ejaculates. Mm-hmm. How does repeatedly mm-hmm. just twatting it with the boniest part mm. of your body? How does that, how is that stimulated? I, I mean, I'm, I was going to say I'll ask Steve later, but maybe I'll just try it. 
So I'm thinking it's not like it's not like it's not like you don't hold it like that and bandage it like that. I think you hold it like this. Look, I'm going to use my concealer, my Charlotte Tilbury Airbrush Flawless Foundation. As I've an got example. my Barocca in my hand. And I, yeah, and I think you go like that. No, I've just hurt my elbow also on my Barocca. Well, you're not good oh, enough. Oh, fuck my funny bone! Oh. <laughs> Is that your tennis elbow? No, it's me other. Oh, it's me other one. Oh, <laughs> oh, I can't feel my fingers. Oh, right. Now imagine if you were doing. How did you injure yourself? Doing How a roundabout. did you injure yourself? So doing a roundabout. Be like what? Yeah, just say roundabout. Don't say what you're just actually doing. Just doing a roundabout doing. on a Barocca bottle. But imagine <sighs> if you were in the bedroom and you were doing that. That I mean, you could do yourself a mischief. Both real of you. injury. Real no. injury. Oh my god. So oh, the funny bone is not funny. Oh. So, roundabout with caution, people. Like, roundabout like actual with caution. roundabouts, yeah. Stop and yes. give way. Stop and give way. Stop. <laughs> parenting tales. Parenting tales. At least, have you got a parenting tale slash fail for me I, this week? I do. I do. I've had a couple of really good ones this week, actually. But this one, she wants to stay anonymous, okay? Oh, we like the anonymous ones. They're good ones. Yeah. They did something bad. Mm. Hi, Sophie and Lucy with the Fringe. I freaking love the podcast. I've binged it all over one week and cried laughing on everyone. Think I'd rather stay anonymous, too. I'm that ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the evil laugh, sorry. I think many other people may have done this. Not many will have explained it in this uh, uh, a way the same. So, I've got a child who used to hate a haircut. I tried so many places. He was two and would not sit still despite every attempt at bribery. One barber just handed me money back and said he was not willing to try anymore because I was restraining him and I was sweating cobs. Oh my God. <laughs> so... After this debacle, nothing else to do. There was nothing else to do but take the matters into my own hands. How hard could it be? Right? Mm. I mean, we all colander out. Yeah, we all had some uh, lockdown haircuts. We did. Steve had a cracking one. Looked like one of the mushrooms from Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Bless him. So. I started with a comb and tried to section off and trim no more than an inch. Whilst he was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, asleep haircuts are the way forward, aren't they? What could possibly go wrong there? I got all over the head and waited to see how it done. When he woke, it was not good. But how, hang on, right, how is this even, how does one even, how does she do the back? How does she do the sides? How do you, how do you, there's so many questions. Tell us. So she, it sounds like she just did what she could with him lying asleep in his bed. Oh my so goodness. she just started with, she said she just like started to try to section bits off and then just trim little bits off. And she, I, I'm assuming that she just managed to get the hair that she could get access to. On must have had, must have been quite long though, his hair. So maybe it was just very long and maybe she could kind of pull it up. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, we'll pick a part at the end. We should pick her apart. Home and said that he looked like something off Dumb and Dumber. Oh, this is what Steve looked like after his haircut. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> it. So um, he said I needed to just leave it to grow out, put a cap on, but I couldn't. So the next day, it took him to a lovely lady to who agreed to sort the problem. I explained to the lady. 
that it was not I that had been a terrible mum and done this. No, instead I said that it was my child had found scissors and uh, cut his own hair off. <laughs> Since then, I've never cut his or anyone else's hair again. Keep doing what you're doing. I've shared the podcast with all my mates and workmates. Thanks Yay. again. Can't see any. Oh, um, God, love oh, it. I mean, I, I, I do know the pain. So when I did Steve's lockdown haircut, <sighs> right, so I attempted it twice and he was stupid enough that he asked me to do it again the second time. But the first time, we just ended up shaving it off. Just had to shave it. And then the second time, he asked me back to do it. And I was like, what What are you doing? Why are you asking? Why are you a glutton for punishment? Why are we going back to something that nearly caused divorce the first time? But he was like, I just need it doing. He was like, don't film it. He was like, I'm, this is not into <laughs> this is not internet content for you. He was like, you're not filming this. I was like, okay, fine. So I hadn't recorded any of this process. So I genuinely was doing it to do the best job that I possibly could. I was like, no lols involved here. I'm just going to try and do your hair. And then I was, I was, do you know what I always thought? Like cutting men's hair looks quite easy and like full credit to all the barbers of the world it is it's not Mm. it is a very Mm. very specialist skill set that i do not Mm -hmm. have at all (laughs) and as i was as i was trying to do the fade it was the fade that was getting me and i was i was not getting it i was not getting it right so with the panic it was getting higher and higher up the head It was fading. Ah. It was fading all the way to his crown. And Steve's mum was here with us as well. And she was she was watching this on the sofa, and I could just see her eyes just getting bigger and bigger and bigger as his hair was getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And then he was like, "Just pass me the phone. Pass me the phone." And he was like, "I just want to see what it's like." And so he picked up my phone and he hit record so he could actually see it. And so I have it on film the minute that he saw how atrocious his hair was and the look of disgust on his face and to this day if ever i need a pick-me-up if i feel sad i go back and i look at steve's lockdown haircut video and it absolutely cracks me up i was still laughing about it in, for hours later in bed just the expression i saved it on my instagram highlights as well steve's haircut just everyone if you're feeling a little yeah, bit down go and look at the time funny. that i gave steve the mushroom haircut for mario very, very oh god oh it's, it's a serotonin <laughs> boost for the soul so good very good right so there we go there lays another episode done and dusted oh it does go fast doesn't it Lucy? it does go fast so you may have noticed that we now have a little spin-off series as well don't we that was me trying to spin a spin a deck i think i think that's why um so we have the spin-off series now this is called finger blast from the past and it is where lucy and i point a finger at things from when we were growing up that we love that made us laugh that really made us reminisce we just open up that memory box and we dive on in and we discuss we discuss these things so yeah it's called finger blast from the past i absolutely did not just come up with that name all on my own So that's its current name. So there we are. Finger Blast from the Past, which will be running as a little snackette. So it is not in replacement of this podcast. We're just going to give you like an extra 10 or 15 minutes of joy a week. And Luce, when is that going to be going out? So the new schedule on a Thursday, you're going to get your little snack of Blast from the Past. I can't say Finger Blast from the Past. Oh, I just did. And then on a Monday, Monday mornings, we will be there with the regular episode to brighten up the start of your week. So there we go. We got a new schedule. We got a new little thing going on we hope you enjoy it in the meanwhile please do keep sending in your parenting tales and fails and you can send them into tiredandtested at acast.com did i get it right 
You did. Amazing. It's only taken 11 episodes, guys. <laughs> and we will see you next week for a snackette and a full portion. Hit the jingle. <laughs> it's the Tired and Tested Podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and nits to snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.